And in this beautiful, beautiful ma'amar from Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter has been explaining to us how do you, how do you, how do you head towards Elul? How do you jump into Elul? What are you supposed to be busy doing during the month of Elul? And for those of you that are here, those of you that weren't here, just mamash, mamash, biktsara, what we were doing was we were saying that Elul is all about hakara, the godel nishmatenu. We must get a glimpse as to what we're made out of and as to how big we are. Not good or bad. You've you got to throw away the good or bad definitions. We're not in that at all. You're supposed to do that all year long. But in the month of Elul, the tshuva is returning to a state of awareness, not just awareness of being in front of Hashem, the Hashem titaru, which is the ultimate peak of Yom Kippur, which we say over and over again, reaching a place of, in my life, shiviti Hashem lenegdi tamid, that I stand before HaKadosh Baruch Hu at any given second. That is the ultimate tshuva. But that ultimate tshuva goes together with the returning to a state of awareness of who I am. Being aware of what I am and who I am. And unfortunately, we usually pervert that, that concept because we define who we are based on how many averas or how many mitzvahs we did. Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter is begging us in the beginning of Elul, you got to get out of that. You have to get out of that trap. You have to realize you're a gewaldig and neshama. You're, you're huge. And the first few days we learned this stuff, <clears throat> this beautiful teaching, he was, he was giving into us this Indian of realize how big you are, just understand in the context of the world. And he brought up some Chabon Mubshizka and other tzaddikim, get a glimpse of how, just how massive it is. What a tremendous thing it is to be a Yid. And then he told us, in Dafka, in that place, the Yetzer comes and tries to mess with you and confuse your mind with what he called Bilbul Amoach and Timtum Halev, which meant, which means the Bilbul Amoach, like the Fsik Bebelit Amoach, right? That's what we usually tell people. Stop confusing my mind, but really, that's we do that to ourselves. And then that causes Timtum Halev, the heart, to then sh- shut up and close off. Meaning, this, what happens over here is just a, hopefully, a Tsinor, a conduit to what ends up being placed in here. Right? But what happens when, I'm, when this is Sunat Bulbal, when my thoughts are playing the games of all games on me, then what ends up happening to my, this no, it's clogged. Timtum can also mean idiocy, right? But it really means from stuck, closed, and sealed. You can't go in there. And that's where the Yetzer comes and has the best time to play with us, to mess with our minds. Now, so, and, and, and the truth is, the end of what he said last week was, it dafka comes to you when you finally have a moment of clarity and you want to daven. What is the, when does the Yetzer come and how does the Babel your moach right then and there? He says, now you're going to be a tzaddik? All year, all year long, you, you were playing games? And Elul, you want to put on the frum cap? Now you want to put on that holy yarmulke? So then you come and you say, you know what? He's right. Why am I being such a phony? What, Pitom, now I want to be holy? But Rabbi Nachman, based on all the teachings of Rabbi Nachman, we learn that that dafka at that moment is a moment of such eight ratzon to realize and define that voice not as something real. That voice needs to be defined as the Yitzhara. Many people like to say, in the name of being real, I'm not going to take on more mitzvahs because I'm not there yet. I've never heard of anyone that ever said, in the name of being real, I'm not going to be a father today because I don't feel like I'm on the level yet. You have, you, are, you have children, you are a father. 
So the same thing in Avodah Hashem. Like today, um, I'm not that real. What do you mean? You're already engaged in a relationship with your Rebbe Shalom. Identify those voices that usually come in the name of being real and saying, no, 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 that, that is the Yetzirah. And that is not me. That is not me. I'm made of something else. I'm something way big. My job in this world is to catch those voices, identify them. Now, the Maisa, Tachlis, what are we supposed to do in the month of El? Look in the bottom of hay. And I apologize, we're, not, we're definitely not going to get through everything we wanted to do. But that's, you know, that always happens. It's a good symbol that it should, it should make more hunger for the learning. So the bottom over here, he says, What's the first Eitzah that Rabbi Nachman says you're supposed to be busy with in the month of Elul? An abundance, a, a, a more, a lot more of holy speech. Where's, where, what are you talking about? Catch yourself. Look at your words. Do a little cheshbon every day of how many, how, many, how many of my conversations, how many of the words that I said today had any lemais, had any tochen, had any depth within it. And how many of the conversations I had was pashut for nothing. Not even that it was Lashon Hara, but it was, it was nothing. Asher Alken Baram. Kasher Anu Nigashim Imim Eilu. When we come and we approach these holy days. Vare Anu Shvurim Uretsutsim Umebulbalim Admeod. We are broken. You know, Ratsuts means like a cracked opening. You know, like. Mebulbalim Admod were so confused. I was, I was looking at my the, the eggs that I was making for my for my baby this morning, and you know they have that. Um, remember that commercial? This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And, you remember that one? So you don't need drugs to be, an, you know, to, to put your, you know, this is your brain. This is your brain in Olamazeh, right? And I and I could see like just like the fork going in. The, I was having such a deep like my daughters were looking at me like Abba, but. <laughs> It's six in the morning. Why are you so intense? And that's, that's I think they were thinking. But Elul, Elul gets you know. He says we come to these days. We're like we're like we crack the egg open and we're, our brains are completely mebulbal. We're broken people. Kasher kol echad. Next page. Kasher kol echad merkushar leetzotav shelabal davar. Each person is connected to the words, to the thoughts that the Baal Davar, that the, that the like Reb Shlomo Karbach would call it, brother other side. That's what he would call the Yitzhahara, right? That brother other side, like the other side is coming to tell you. Do you realize how much we've, we've bought in to the voice of the other side? Have you stopped for a second to ponder? Think about that. How much have we bought into already? It's Mamish convinced us, fully convinced us. So much of what the other side has, as, as that, 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 what do you call the Veman? The, the, from the snake, the venom, sorry. The venom has, it's, it's managed, penetrated so deep into us, whether we realize it or not, that we've bought into the fact that we're convinced that we're really, really, really very far from being special and holy. We've bought into that. Each person has his own way of being seduced. It was like Mamash, they made it just for him and Shemaim. You have your own recipe of, being, of, of seduction, being seduced to falling under thoughts that tell you you're not worthy. You're not holy. Stop trying to fool yourself and stop trying to fool others. You'll never be like that guy that actually does daven every word of Shemona Asri. And the Asri takes twice the amount of time of your Shemona Asri. We've bought into those voices. 
So Rabbi Yaakov Meir says, second line of your, Lo notar lanu, el aladat, shelabbeinu hirba aleinu harbei divrei chizuk veidud amitiim. He says, all we have left is to remember that we have the greatest cheerleader in the world. But it's the holiest tikkun of our image of cheerleaders, of cheering. He says, all of Likute Moran, all of Rabbi Nachman's world was to what? Le'oded, to cheer you. To infuse you with chizuk. And again, I'm reminded about Sunday night, one of the songs, one of the first songs Yosef was playing, Karduna was playing Sunday night, was words based on a teaching in Rabbi Nachman where he says basically that uh, you, you know you knew it by heart because I remember I saw you singing with him you knew that song about lechazek et atzmo. all that's left for a person is just to lechazek et atzmo, to strengthen himself sounds like every song he that's what he just said it sounds like every yeah. teaching Rabbi Nachman ever, ever said so he behosif lanu kama vechama etzot and he added for us a few more pieces of advice how to wake up during these days. But really, it boils down to self-chizuk, to strengthen ourselves. And what's the first way of strengthening ourselves, and not just running to Rebbe's to heal us, but to really strengthen ourselves? The pen, the mouth, the power of speech. And obviously the danger of speech. <coughs> in truth, the time that we're approaching right now is a time of pachad and yira, of fear and mamish trembling before Hashem. That's really what's going on right now. Like if we were in tune with the depth of Elul, we'd know we're approaching right now a place of oh, right. That's what really be happening inside. Every single second. Some places have it down. They actually do it. They are like that. That's what's really... That, that's really what's happening with this, with this man we're in right now. But unfortunately, sadly enough, We don't have... He's saying something very healing. He's saying, you're not not holy. We just don't have the koach to tolerate or to be on a level... To have the proper year ah, to have the proper trembling. I mentioned this in a few weeks ago in Shabbos year, in Lubavitch, in the month of Elul, everyone said, no one said a word, but there was a completely different smell in the base Medrash and Shul. Why? The pachad, that we're about to stand before a king, that we're about to stand before the conception of the world, put a fear. Not, not, but more just putting things into proportion. Like, why is it that we're in the presence of a tzaddik? You're not going to crack a joke like you would maybe if we're just hanging out now. What does he bring? He brings a certain mamad of, of yir'ah, being in awe of the moment, of the occasion, of the statute, of, of what we're, what's going on right now. If we knew on a time zone where we were right, where we are right now, we'd be shaking. Our, we wouldn't be able to finish davening at 9.05 on a Thursday if we started at 8.15. We'd finish, hopefully, at 10.30. Pachad. That's what, that's what it would be. Not to, not to diss anyone's davening, chas v'chalina. He's saying, we don't have, we're not made out of that today. We could be, but we're not there yet. 
לקואליציה הזיר, עד כדי כך שאם היה הפחד שלנו כמו שהוא באמת צריך להיות, if our fear was really where it should be, לא היינו יכולים לעמוד בו והיינו נופלים למראה שחורה. We would actually fall into such a bitterness, he says, and, and sadness. Why? מרוב שאין לנו הכלים לעמוד בכך. Because we'd see how much we don't have vessels to be where we, where we really should be in the, in the, in the awe of Elul, it would, it would completely depress us. In other words, if you got a glimpse as to what's really happening and you went behind, beyond the illusion of Olam Azeh right now, what would happen to you? You wouldn't immediately be transformed into that awe. You'd become really sad and depressed because you'd realize, oh my God. Where am I and where, and where's the, as opposed to where's the, where's the emes right now? Where's the truth? Ve'yadu'a ma'sha'amru tzadikim, it's known what tzadikim said, she'ka'asher rak mevarchim chodesh elu, matchidim hadagim she'bayam lir'od. It's brought down in this forum. Shabbos mevarchim elu, there are a lot of ma'amarim on this, that when you call out, when that Rosh Chodesh elu yiyeh, it says even the sea and the, uh, the fish and the ocean are shaking. It, it penetrates to every point of creation, this new Zman coming up. But however, us in our generation, There is such a, what I, I've called this many times, a self-induced coma taking place, where we really rarely, we barely feel what's actually happening in the world. We barely feel what's actually happening in our own world. We barely, this morning I had an amazing revelation. Sounds very uh, not Jewish, right, when someone says that. This morning I had an amazing revelation. But I'll tell you what happened. After your eggs, anything's possible. Huh? After your eggs, anything's possible. After my eggs. Right, the eggs was nothing compared to what I'm about to share with you. I'm leaving tonight on the trip. This always happens to me that, you know, <laughs> you know not just the, the guilt, but the whole... The whole thing is more like, uh, okay, now I really want to pay attention to the things I'm going to be thinking about on the plane, right? So obviously the way I prepared the eggs is different and the way I told my wife, no, 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 you stay in bed, you know. <laughs> I like to see that when that happens when I'm here for three weeks straight, right? But the way that obviously my daughters leave the car and walk into school, I realized something. If I was able to actually be alive and awake, then every single time I would say goodbye to my daughters and they'd close the door as they walk into school, I would sit in the car and cry and say, say to him for at least five minutes, saying, we spoke about this a few years ago, I'm placing my children right now under the care, guidance, and education of someone that do I really trust? Do I really know? But I just think I'm a good parent by sending them to Jewish and religious education, right? I, I cry my eyes out in the car, begging Hashem, please, this picadon you left with me in this world, how do you say picadon? Deposit, which is what our children are, right? With this, this little piece of you that you left with me, I'm begging you, Hashem, please, please, I don't have the kalim to really understand how precious they really are, I'm trying. But I would cry that if, if I didn't have Tim Tuma live. He's saying in this generation, we, we, we completely subdue, we, we don't feel most things that we should be feeling. Most, fe- most things we should be feeling, we don't feel. 
And it hit me so deep. It hit me so deep this morning. I remember when we did this a few years ago. I asked the chavit, please, tomorrow morning, when you drop off your kids, just be aware of that moment, what's going on at that moment. When you drop them off, is there any tefillah going into that movement of them going into a school? Now, it doesn't, doesn't just mean with your... It can be with anything that you have to feel it. You have to be aware of it. But he's saying over here, the problem is that on a general level with this door, he says again, People don't feel. But only it's for our generation. Since the heart and the thoughts are so satum, are so uh, blocked and sealed, sod hadibur is the secret of speech. This is very deep. I may not be able to feel to the extent that I'd like to feel. I may not even be able to have the thoughts to the extent of holiness that I would like to have. But one thing I can still do, this, this mouth, the vocal cords, so that I still have. That's not locked or concealed. I might use it in the wrong way, but I, it's still happening, and it's happening all the time. Sod hadibur. Not to think about it. Be involved, literally, in speech. We see that, we see by the, the other Hasidim, what one thing we are focused on very much during the month of Elul is, in a, is in a, more and more holy speech. Now, we saw this in Uman, so those of us that were there, the second night we were there. Because, I don't know if you realized, Chaim Kramer had done a seum on Baba Basra and in Tikkun Ezar, back to back. Were you there for that? Were you in the room? So, many of us weren't there. Were you there? It was at dinner. Huh? I only thought he did the Zohar. Yes, were you there for that? I couldn't believe it. He did a Siyum on Baba Batra. And then right afterwards, he's like, you know, there's this. And he pulls out another Sefer. Siyum on Tikkun Zohar. Okay, sure. Why not? Right? I did a Siyum on my Twitter feed this morning, right? That's what I can say. Siyum on Tikkun Zohar, right? What? There's an Indian and also Karduna is a beautiful song. Tehilim Mesugal Lechuva. It's a beautiful song. Nachman has a very, very deep teaching about that. The Ribuy of Amirat Tehilim really does open up the gates to do tshuva. All year long, you're supposed to be osik and working on yourself. But in the month of Elul, since I could get so trapped as to where my thoughts are and where my heart is, it'll stop me from trying to do anything. So if Nachman says, what should you be just doing? How much speak, say a lot of Tehillim. Say a lot of words of Torah. Speak words of have conversations of content as much as possible. And every night your cheshbon nefesh is, what did I use my mouth for today? That's the first eitzah that he's saying. Now obviously, his bodhidus is, a, is, a, his is not a meditation session in a field, you know that. His bodhidus is actually verbally expressing your heart. Not just saying in your heart, oh, Hashem, you know exactly what I'm feeling, so I'm just going to stand here and we're going we're gonna, to... We're going to uh, exchange energies. No. 
It's mamish, lirabot besichot v'tachanunim. It's really letting words out of the mouth. Ba'anu tzrichim, anu litzot bedarkehem. We have to follow in their footsteps. Ubi'emei chodesh elul yesh leharbot bediburim. Ba'amirat tehilim v'tikun ezor. Ba'yushin ha'agul omar kol al-likutei tefilos. There are those that have the minak to go through all of likutei tefilos during the month of elul. That would be, wow, that would be an amazing thing. Likutei Tfilos, obviously, is the book that Reb Nassim Breslover composed of all the prayers based on the teachings of Rabbi Nachman. This advice of speech is a very simple etza. It's not something too deep here. He's saying something, he's not, there's no like ulterior motives here. There's no hidden messages. It's, it's straight up. Pashut. It might be, he says, Yeitza pshuta aval kvoha at meod. It is such an exalted level. It reaches so high. By the way, when it says that God created man, so it says, Adam chaya, that, God, that, that man was a nefesh chaya, which kind of means like a, an alive soul. But the Targum Onkelus there so tells us what distinguished man from animal. What's the distinction? Because when it says, nefesh chaya, the Targum says, Leruach Memalala, which means a talking spirit. That which differentiates us from animals. You would like to say, Chirachovshit, but what, this, what differentiates us much more is the fact that we have the Malchus pen, we have the mouth. We have the mouth. This is what makes us, this is what detaches us from the animal within us. We think it's the Machshavas, but I don't know, I think animals have thoughts. Of course they do. To my left, do animals have hearts? Of course they do. But koach adibur, they don't have. So if that's what distinguishes us and differentiates us from animals, this, is, this might be a very simple etzah, but he says this is the highest. This reaches so high. otiot elu sodam. Now he's listening very, very deep. And he's really referring to the Hebrew language, not to the English language. When we speak, especially, like, this is why it's so important to, to, to know Hebrew. Because you don't just speak Hebrew when you learn Torah, you speak Hebrew in every conversation, right? But I always thought about that, is that, like we were talking about this last week in the woman's shear. A lot of very, a lot of, we, we, we realized the Hebrew language has penetrated to so many different areas in, our, in, in modern Hebrew as well. Biblical Hebrew, Aramaic Hebrew. Uh, we were saying last week that, um, do you guys know what the word in, is for real estate in Hebrew? Nadlan. That's what real estate means, right? What does Nadlan stand for? You know. Nechassim delo? Naidi. What does it mean? Nechassim delo naidi? It means nechassim, properties that don't move. That's, a, that's an Aramaic term that has been used in... Yes, in, in, in huh? Nadlan, right? Such a funny... Right, exactly. Metaltalin is when you metaltal, things that can move from reshut to reshut. Real estate, is, it, it doesn't mean... The worst moves is, is definitely metaltalin. There's <laughs> definitely a tiltul, tiltul erech, maybe, in, a, in real estate, but not, not the actual property. So... Hebrew, he's saying over here, do you realize that when you just talk in Hebrew, what, you're taking letters that were, we even knew the sod of letters. Where did letters come from? The Hebrew alphabet. It's not A, B, C, D, E, F, G, the Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalet. 
every letter is sodei sodot, and we just use them, right? He's saying over here, it's an amazing thing. Man can actually use word, letters that came from such an exalted place to express his neshama. You ever stop and think about that? Well, not so much, because we... Huh? Well, the Rebbe said no. The Rebbe Nachman said, if all you know is Dutch, talk in Dutch. If all you know is Arabic, just speak in Arabic. He, he did say that. Um, may, may I reach a place that the real me feels so comfortable and, and one with expressing myself in Hebrew. That could be a tefillah, you know. I have friends that have actually gone to that place. Absolutely, they've gotten there. They did not grow up with Hebrew. Hebrew is not their mama lashon. It's not their, their the language. But, but it was a tefillah. It was an avodah that they cried over. So we have to stop here. But, but he's saying to us very... Oh, sorry. Do you have the next page? Just one more paragraph. Do you have Zion? Yeah. Matsinu bechazal. Okay? Matsinu bechazal shekola neviim dibru al tshuva. All the prophets spoke about tshuva, but but they didn't reveal to us how you do tshuva. That, you know, this is what's driven us crazy in our generation is that many rabbeim give tremendous musash muzan on the importance of being close to Hashem. But how often do they give a clear manual as to how to, how do you do this? This is mamish. Your question, Noah, for, for, that I've been hearing for, you know, since we met. Okay, this is beautiful, but how? He's saying this. Many have told us you should, and it's important, and it's crucial, and it's vital. Till the Navi comes and said, Take with you Dvarim. What is Dvarim? We'll see in a second. He learns out the word Dvarim as Diburim. Ikar HaTshuva is by, through, through, through words. That we are, when we, when we speak and we use our speech to Hashem, what we're saying is, we're from you. We're, we're saying it. We're from you. Rachem Aleinu. Like it's brought down in Chaim Aran, Adam tamid el barach. Now this is so beautiful. Rabbi Nachman says a person must always scream out to Hashem barach. Whatever will be, will be. I am not leaving you. Okay, that's not the way many of us act. We're more like, it better be good because I'm not leaving you. But to say, it'll be what it will be, puts you in such a vulnerable place of, I'm opening myself up to the unknown. Oh my God. Oh my God. He says here, what a mantra this would be to. All day long, say this during the month of Elul. Yeh ma eini ozevet Hashemit barach, zeu mahut ha This is the essence of tshuva. Kuchu imachem dvarim v'shuvu el Hashem. Take words with you. What words? These words. You mean you could find your own pasuk that's for you, but if you could take these words, wow, you have it all. This is you. You you hit tshuva in the. You got it. Not that you're fixed, but this is. Yeh mashe yeh 
איני עוזב את השם יתברך. Can you imagine saying that over and over again? Whatever will be, will be. I am not leaving you. Can we say that? Are we there yet? This is Elul. This is true. This is, this is the how. This is the how-to. What you should do? Tshuva. Mazel tov. Thank you. Should I, you should stop smoking. Thank you. How? Right? The how is what? Yeah, ma yeah. No matter what will be, I am not leaving you at the Baruch And the more that that's the tone of, the, of your speech during Elul, the more that you, before you even realize it, you're more and more awake and aware of what's actually happening right now on the level of time and space, which is what we're really trying to get to have a hachana for the Yom Adin, for the day of judgment, for the day of Zikaron, the memory. So this would be, this is, this, we're going to stop here. This is really the first eight, and there's a lot more, but if we can even hold on to one thing during the month of Elul for now, it would be to do this Chesh Nefesh every single day and catch ourselves a few times a day looking at Hashem, looking at ourselves and saying, with words, not just thinking it, you have to say it. I'm not leaving you. Shukrach, everyone. We'll see you next week.